Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. This is Janice Malone of Film Festival Radio Show. And in this interview, I will be talking with Chadwick Moore, who is a journalist. He's a political commentator, a columnist, and an author. He just released a brand new book titled Tucker, which is, of course, about the extraordinary life of popular television media personality, Tucker Carlson. The book just came out, uh, I believe it was earlier this month, and it is already a runaway bestseller. So let's take a listen to my chat with author Chadwick Moore of the new book, Tucker. All right, listeners, I have my next guest on board, and all of you listeners out there, you know how I get so excited about talking to authors because I'm a closet wannabe author, like some people are closet wannabe actors, I'm author. But anyway, I want to tell you a little bit, just a tiny bit about our next guest. He has a long list of uh, professional credits to his name. His name is author Chadwick Moore. He is an author. He's a journalist, public speaker, political commentator, columnist, and a regular guest on the Tucker Carlson Tonight Show, formerly. And his latest book is titled Tucker, uh, which, of course, is about the extraordinary life of popular TV newsman and media personality, Tucker Carlson. Chadwick, thank you so much for joining me on this segment. Hey, thanks so much for having me on. It's uh, great to be with you. Well, I understand that you have on your hands a runaway bestseller, even though the book has been out just a short period of time. What must that feel like for you? Well, you know, everyone who's who's read the book and, and giving feedback and posting things on social media, um, you know, they really love it. I mean, that's a great feeling when you're writing a, a book about Tucker Carlson, someone who's so uh, beloved and also so hated by so many factions <laughs> in our society. It, it, it's a great responsibility. And the fact that uh, Tucker entrusted me to tell his story and let me into his life and, and into his world and uh, didn't ask to see a word of the book. Uh, you know, just totally left it up to me. Uh, you know, it was uh, uh, a great honor and a privilege and also, you know, incredibly uh, nerve-wracking. It's a great responsibility to to, to do something like that, I feel. And, um, you know, the, the, the fact that everyone seems to be really enjoying it and, 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 uh, and, and figuring out, you know, who Tucker is as a man and learning about that, um, uh, it's a good feeling. I mean, I think the book is, is um, it's very emotional. You know, it's not really explicitly a political book. I think there's, uh, it's very in the moment. People are getting kind of real-time things that are happening in, in the course of the year that I'm writing this. And, and it's sort of a story about a political movement and a context. But really, I think it's an emotional story about a man. So what was Tucker's reaction when, he, when the book was finished, put it on his desk, and he read it? What was his immediate first response? So a lot of uh, Tucker's inner circle has has read the book and they loved it. You know, one of them told me that it made him cry. And uh, Tucker himself, so over a year ago, uh, when I first approached Tucker about wanting to do this, uh, the first thing he said to me was, well, as a rule, I don't read anything about myself, and so I won't read your book. That's nothing against you. And he said, like, you know, I think you're a really great writer. I love your, your work. Uh, but this is like a rule I have. 
So I never expected him to read it or give feedback. Tucker's very, and that's very much in his, in his persona. And I saw that working on this book that he, uh, sort of lengths he goes to shield himself from all the noise out there about himself. And it helps keep him, uh, sane and grounded. And, and also, you know, helps the fact that what I discovered about him in writing this book is that he's someone who, um, has a very rich, uh, inner life and personal life and spiritual life. And he's not someone that can, only just talk about politics, you know, it's very, his interests are, are, are quite varied. Uh, so, um, he, uh, you know, kind of joking after the book was published, he congratulated me and, and kind of jokingly said that, uh, you know, he's not so narcissistic that he won't read it, but, uh, knowing Tucker as I do, you know, he, he, he definitely, um, doesn't like to, to, he keeps himself away from anything written about him. Well, now you were granted uh, unprecedented access to not only some of Tucker's professional people, but people, as you mentioned, in his personal life. Just hours and hours, a whole year, I can only imagine how many hours you spent researching and writing this. So are there, and, and without, of course, we don't want to reveal too much. We want people to continue to go get your book. But what are some surprises were you that you found out to be surprising to know about him? Well, I don't think a lot of people know about his mother and his childhood. Um, his mother abandoned her family when Tucker was six years old. He never saw her again since he was six years old. She, she wanted to be, she was this kind of spoiled wild child. She was this California heiress. And she decided she wanted to be this art world groupie, this kind of bohemian girl. Uh, and she never saw her again. She died in 2011. And I got to talk to people who knew her. Uh, to find out what she was like, especially during that phase. And, uh, you know, talk to Tucker's wife and father about, um, you know, about his mother and how that may have affected him and also Tucker about how that may have affected him. And, uh, you know, Tucker, Tucker has a very, um, sort of healthy take on it. Uh, he, he, you know, it said at one point, um, I feel kind of blessed that I didn't have to grow up in the same household as a crazy person. You know, a lot of people, had she not left, maybe I would have been a completely different person having been raised by this, this, um, this crazy woman. Uh, she was, um, you know, got into drugs and alcohol and, and, uh, you know, when I talked to her, she was always sort of high or drunk and aggressive. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, th- that's the one thing that I don't think a lot of people know about him that, you know, certainly must have impacted, uh, who he became and, and, and who he is today. Who are some of the people that influenced his life earlier as he was growing up to take him into this journalistic superstardom that he now has? Well, certainly his dad, Dick, who I got to know uh, is his greatest influence and, and, and the reason he became, the reason why Tucker became a journalist. Uh, Dick was a journalist. Dick was a very literary guy. Dick was also an orphan uh, and uh, he was adopted by um, a middle-class family in, in Massachusetts. And uh, then became a television uh, presenter in in California for local news out there. Uh, but Dick was, um, you know, very much always wanted to be a writer, very literary guy. Tucker very much adopted from him. And, and as I said, that's the reason Tucker got into journalism was because of his father, who he still calls his greatest mentor and inspiration. Uh, and then also, you know, surprisingly, there there are there are literary heroes that I don't think a lot of people would associate with Tucker Carlson, who he discovered at a young age. Uh, people like Hunter S. Thompson was a big influence on. Tucker's writing, uh, and, uh, PJ O'Rourke, uh, a little bit later on was another, uh, influence on him and, and who later became a friend. Uh, so I don't think a lot of people know that Tucker's, uh, despite being dyslexic, 
is um, very well read, very literary guy. He, you know, he came from the world of print uh, and kind of stumbled into television. He never really wanted or thought out uh, a career in television. Well, let's go back to television here. Now, there's been, as you well know, since he, uh, his departure from Fox, stories and gossip and conspiracy theories and oh, just so much as to why Tucker Carlson was abruptly fired from the network. What's the real story and the why of that? Well, at this point, everything we know now is it's 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 almost irrefutable, at least in my opinion, that uh, it was ideological. It was ideologically driven why he was taken off the air. Uh, he was the top performing cable news host in, in history. He was, in my opinion, sort of artificially propping up the entire, uh, not only the entire primetime lineup of Fox News, but the entire network. And I would say even all of cable news. He was bringing it relevant where it hadn't had any for a long time. And since his departure, I think, has gone back into maybe its more natural setting in this in this media landscape. But the, uh, it was uh, certainly around, it was six days after the settlement with Dominion. Obviously, Tucker um, in no way pushed the conspiracy, the, the theories that the, that the Dominion uh, voting machines were rigged. In fact, he pushed back against them. Uh, and people who, who did uh, push those theories still have jobs at Fox. You know, Fox leadership doesn't like Trump. That's no um, secret. They didn't like him in 2016. They don't like him now. Uh, and uh, it seemed to be that they didn't like many other, someone or some group of people in Fox leadership didn't like many other things that Tucker talk, spoke about on air or spoke out against, such as the war in Ukraine, maybe the January 6th stuff, maybe Big Pharma, or maybe all of them combined. Uh, and just the fact that he was that voice of populism and that sort of counter narrative voice to the Republican establishment at, uh, in mainstream media, that um, the Dominion situation, someone saw it as a convenient way to then get rid of him in preparation for the next presidential election. What if someone were to say the Tucker Carlson brand had become more powerful than the Fox News brand? What say you to that comment? I think it's completely true. Uh, and Fox sort of views itself as – Fox has kind of – the leadership has kind of an antiquated view of itself. They think that they're – that it is the brand, that, that no personality is um, – bigger than the brand, and although that's probably true for everyone else on Fox, uh, Tucker Carlson was a political movement. And I think what we're seeing, especially now with uh, with this presidential cycle and this primary cycle, is that independent media is eclipsing mainstream media. And all the news is breaking on independent media, some of it, most, a lot of it this summer through Tucker himself. Uh, and mainstream media is playing catch-up, but now you have um, you know, top contenders who are refusing to to entertain mainstream media. I mean, even Ron DeSantis announced his campaign on um, on Twitter instead of going to Fox, which, which really annoyed Fox. Uh, and uh, I think that Tucker Carlson is really the face of that. When he was on um, Fox, you know, he really brought the Internet to cable. He was reporting on stuff that people were talking about on the Internet. Whereas most cable news shows are reporting on things that the New York Times is talking about. And also, he brought cable news to the internet. He was clips for trending nightly, and, and uh, you know, he was all over social media for what he was doing on cable. So he's really, I think, a face of this this paradigm shift of of independent media becoming um, more relevant than mainstream media. Well, as we all know, uh, Tucker Carlson was granted an exclusive interview coming up with uh, President Trump. 
are they friends or are they professional colleagues? What is their relationship like? I think, and I, I wrote about this uh, extensively in the book. I got Tucker talking about Trump a lot and his true um, feelings about the man and both, you know, where he thinks he succeeds and is good and where he believes that, that Trump failed. And, uh, you know, I would, I think Trump, uh, I'm sorry, Tucker, Tucker's really, you know, he, I think he's more into, he's very much into characters and people and, and, and entertaining, amusing people. And Trump certainly fits the bill of that. You know, Tucker had hilarious stories about Trump. You know, I think he said something about, you know, if you could have dinner with any person in the world, living or dead, Trump would definitely be at that dinner table. He's like one of the most entertaining and hilarious and wonderful people to have dinner with. Uh, but then, you know, he's very critical of certain steps he took uh, during his presidency and also where he thinks that his personality, you know, may have uh, hindered him in certain respects. Uh, so I don't really think that they're necessarily friends, but, you know, I think that they have so much in common. Um, Tucker himself never really sniffed the, the throne of Donald Trump, even when a lot of people on Fox were. Uh, Tucker always seemed to me to be someone who was more interested in um, Trumpism and in that kind of populism and that kind of anti-establishment narrative that Trump represents, rather than, you know, just worshiping the man himself. Give us at least two points of interest about who is Tucker Carlson off camera. Is he a golfer? Is he a practical joker, prankster on his friends? I mean, who who is he? I know we, you have it in the book, but just give us a, a preview. Sure. He's not a golfer. Uh, he is a fisherman for sure. Uh, and, uh, and a hunter. Um, you know, he's a man who loves dogs. He loves, uh, New England. He loves trees. He loves his wife and his family. Uh, he's, you know, he's, he's a man of, uh, you know, he's a very sort of thoughtful and spiritually rich man. Absolutely loves the outdoors and nature and the environment. Uh, and also, you know, hilarious. He's, he's, he has a true sort of writerly spirit of someone who loves a good story, someone who loves, you know, irony, someone who loves, you know, totally bonkers characters in his life. And, uh, you know, he's someone who I think one of the reasons, and even like Trump himself, why coming from a similar place that Tucker is, is because he grew up in this sort of rarefied world of Washington, D.C., where he really knows the in and outs of how our leaders work and how the establishment works. And I think that he, in the same way that Trump, you know, sort of came from the donor class and really understood how, how this system works. And uh, I think he is just come to a place where he's so disgusted by the corruption and the hypocrisy and uh, the extent to which that, you know, our country is being devoured from the inside out by, by our leadership, that it, it, it really, um, uh, hurts him and, and also motivates him to speak out and try to expose these things from perspective of an insider. Now, based on your hundreds of hours of research and all the interviews that you've done for this book, and again, the book is titled Tucker, of course, about uh, media personality Tucker Carlson. Uh, based upon all the interviews that you've done, is there a possibility that one day Tucker might enter the political arena? Yeah, that's a great question, and, and a lot of people speculate about that and would like to know that. And um, I, personally, I'm, I have been wrong in my life before, but I would say that, that there's not a chance of that. And the reason why I would say that is, uh, firstly, you would never want to put his family through that kind of scrutiny. You know, if you become a politician, suddenly everything's under a microscope. I don't think you want his wife and his four children to that. Uh, but secondly, and maybe even more importantly, is, is 
I don't think he has that gene in him that says, you know, I can lead. I'm, a, you know, that, that I deserve to represent everyone. Even though he certainly is a leader, uh, he doesn't really see himself as, as taking something like that on. I think he sees himself as a, a professional um, observer and someone who, you know, like to connects dots to tell a story. And I think that's uh, where he's most effective. And also, I think that's where he wants to be. Okay. Well, as we wrap this up here, um, since you are yourself are a political commentator, you're a journalist, as we mentioned earlier, how do you think Tucker Carlson not being at Fox News anymore, how do you think it will impact their coverage of the upcoming presidential election? Well, they're not allowed to say Tucker's name on air. And that's not a legal thing. That's just a policy thing. That's been in effect since the day they kicked his bill off. Uh, so, you know, in, in the Fox um, News worldview, in their vision, uh, that Tucker Carlson doesn't exist and never existed and was never on the network. So they can't acknowledge anything he's ever done, uh, <laughs> which really impacts their position to be good journalists. Uh, and, you know, I feel badly there are lots of great people who work at Fox who, who are real journalists and they're not able to report news even when Tucker breaks it. So if um, Trump continues to ignore uh, uh, Fox and if other candidates like Vivek just did and like RFK Jr. just did sit down with Tucker and if they break news on those interviews, Fox can't report it and if they do, they can't show clips and they can't um, say where it came from. So, you know, that's really bad for a news organization to put themselves in that position and it's entirely them putting themselves in that position. So, Tucker seems to be, he seems like he's going to carry on um, talking to the candidates himself and and breaking news uh, and that's going to um, impact the way uh, mainstream media covers what's going on in the world. Again, more stories. I'm sure you've heard them also about Tucker Carlson's media future. I've heard rumors, oh, he's going to start his own news network. Uh, just so many different things. Uh, what say you about any of that? What's next for him as far as, is that a possibility or, or what? So they're raising money to start their own uh, media um, outlet. And from my understanding, it's probably going to be maybe subscriber-based. Uh, what um, uh, Tucker's executive producer, Justin Wells, has told me is that people can expect to see a lot more Tucker in this new uh, venture than they ever did on Fox. However, uh, their hands are, are very much tied at the moment by Fox News, since he's still under contract and still an employee of Fox, still getting a paycheck by Fox. Um, Fox is taking a very uh, aggressive stance, as they always do, towards Tucker. They don't want to let him off this out of his contract. They want to keep him uh, silent if they can until after the next presidential election. Uh, but, you know, Tucker has lawyers and, and they're trying to get out of that contract, which is very frustrating for him. He is, you know, it's going to get back to work. He loves what he does. I think I saw a note that said, stated, I should say, publishing a book on Tucker Carlson meant taking a risk for you. Is that correct? Or how was it a risk, if that's true? Well, he's so hated and maligned. And I think when you try to humanize this person, uh, I mean, he's a human, so it's not difficult to humanize any human. Uh, but when you when you dare to tell a human story about someone who's so polarizing, uh, you know, of course, there's going to be a backlash. And, we, and we've certainly seen the backlash because of this book, uh, you know, uh, I mean, me personally, of course, I was, I, I was on multiple shows on Fox News. I was, of course, blacklisted as soon as we announced the book. Uh, within an hour or two, I was pulled off all the shows and put on the do not book list. 
Uh, and, uh, but t- Tucker, you know, it's, there are others that, you know, are, are far more curious about who he is and, and, you know, we're really grateful that we did this book and that so many people are reacting so positively to it. Well, your website is chadwickmore.com and you are just a delight to chat with. What, what's next for you? Do you have another book you're working on or, or what? Uh, well, thank you. It was a delight to talk to you too. Um, and, uh, uh, I'm, I'm anxious to start working on, an, on another book too. Um, not sure what it'll be yet, but I hope, um, when it happens, I can come back and talk to you about it. Yes, you can. I know how to find you. You know how to find me. So we have no excuse not to talk about your next book. So let's make that happen. What? Next year? Probably. Oh, sounds good to me. Okay. Well, again, Chadwick, thank you so much. And again, the book is Tucker available everywhere that fine books are sold and it is a definite bona fide runaway hit so congratulations on this hit book chadwick oh thank you so much okay have a great rest of the day bye-bye all right thanks you too okay, right, bye-bye. thank you for listening to another edition of film festival radio with your host, Janice Malone. Be sure to download this and other episodes at filmfestivalradio.com.